So hi, Wolf Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with I'm Kenzo Cregan. And we're asking some questions to say about his new EP, Nowhere to Hide. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a pretty good response. Um, a lot of people are liking my two uh two of the kind of more funky numbers uh that I released. Uh the first, the main one being what you gonna do. And the second one being Summer Clothes. Uh, both of them are very kind of R&B inspired. Both kind of have funky bass lines. And people have been really loving those, especially uh, in the live setting as well, which has been really cool. So it's um slightly different direction for me, but it kind of still fits the aesthetic that I'm going for the, in the indie space. So, um, yeah, no, it's been good so far. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. EP rocks. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? Um, not not so much. Um, one of the songs is Nowhere to Hide, and it was one of those things where, you know, I like to kind of have the EP be named after one of the songs or, or you know, or vice versa. And, um, and uh, I just thought, you know, we had that song title. And it also just, I don't know, I just thought it would be kind of, sounded nice as an ep as well mm -hmm. um and uh yeah and also it kind of ended up fitting like you know you know what the songs are are all about um because a lot of them kind of deal with insecurity and um and sort of looking inward and then also like from the perspective of outward looking in you know people looking at me and me you know being insecure with myself too so um so it all kind of that was kind of, I guess, the theme of the EP of like, you know, there's nowhere to hide. So you might as well like embrace, you know, who you are as a person and an artist. So that's mm -hmm. kind of like, kind of created its own meaning in a way. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the CP? Yeah. So uh, I end a lot, I think all the songs actually were, I, I co-wrote other people. I did uh, two of them, the, the ballad that's at the end of it and what you're going to do were both co-writes with Don Miggs. Um, and, uh, and then I co-wrote summer clothes with a guy named Mike Pappas. And then I did, um, how does it feel with a guy named Matt Kushwa and I co-wrote nowhere to hide the title track with, uh, uh, Cameron Olson from the band weathers, um, okay. who, um, friends with, out here uh out here in la and um yeah and they uh they all kind of you know the, they all kind of worked all those songs kind of ended up working together um and so yeah and, and that's the thing when i when i write with other people too uh especially those guys it's uh it's very you know we it's it is very 50 50 not just you know not just on paper you know it's also like we're we're all very melodically sound and lyrically sound um and musically just you know in terms of you know instrumentation uh you know for example you know don and i will be in his studio and he's an incredible musician as well as a writer and producer and uh you know we'll kind of and we'll both be sitting with guitars coming up with chord progressions or you know or he'll grab a bass or i'll grab a bass and we'll come with a bass line and um and then once we kind of come up with the music and the melody and everything and the arrangement, we'll kind of say, okay, now what do we want to say? 
um, and uh, and we'll kind of record it as we go along. Uh, and uh, but I have to say with uh, with what you're gonna do specifically with Dawn, and then with Summer Clothes, the two the two funky songs, um, we you know Dawn and I actually decided to start it out on bass. And then coincidentally, when I went to go write with Mike, um, when we went to go write Summer Clothes, he wanted to do the same thing. It wasn't even like a, they hadn't talked. It wasn't, or I didn't say, oh, well, Don and I did it this way. It was sort of this coincidence. And they yeah. both ended up having this kind of similar funky vibe. And, uh, and it was something I, I hadn't actually done that much before, uh, writing straight from a bass line and then laying the chords on top. But it actually really makes sense because bass is the perfect halfway point from drums and guitar you know from, from percussion to melodic um so i i just thought it was actually such a cool way to write and it really kind of tied the tune together super efficiently as well that's um, awesome so i'm always really open to all types of processes when writing because like you know and then when i write on my own it's usually an ideal will spark and then i just kind of lay it down in a voice memo hum a melody try to fit the chords under and then go for the story and then go from there. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's all types of stuff, man. I think, I think with being creative, you got to keep an open mind and, um, you know, routines are good, but I think at the same time you have to, you can't be afraid to go outside of that. Cause then, you know, cause then you never get to explore outside your comfort level, you know? So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah um, so you said like, all of the songs on the EP are co-writes. Like, do you do you feel like your best work comes out when you're able to kind of bounce your ideas off of someone else? Yeah, I mean, lately it's been I, it's some of the best, some of the, my favorite stuff uh, that I've been writing lately. Um, I mean, it's just a different, it's just uh, it's just kind of a different vibe, and I think it kind of brings out a different sound that I, you know, never thought I'd really find in myself because you you end up you know, it's different experiences as when you work with another type of artist, you know, um, and you're kind of bringing those two, two different life experiences together to create this one piece of art. And that's kind of cool. Um, when I write on my own, I mean, it's, it's very rootsy because just, just because of like my classic rock background and I, and it's great. I love, and I love the stuff because my first EP was all stuff that I just wrote on my own. And then I, I worked with a producer on that and he really did help me kind of tie them together. And, you know, he, he was, um, it's a guy named David Hopkins and he helped me like kind of, he was like, Oh, well let's go to like the minor here and let's, let's just kind of clean up this bridge and stuff like that. Um, but he, you know, I sent him the songs I was thinking about doing and um, that I had just written on my own. And so I, you know, I, I do both and it's great. And, um, but yeah, I think we're, it, Co-writing is actually is, is such a is such a blessing and and a privilege. It's so great just to be able to to pick someone else's brain and you end up because you end up like educating each other too. Because like, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's I can name so many examples of that. I mean, even like, you know, even when I was doing summer clothes with Mike, Mike was just kind of noodling on on the bass, just trying to see if anything sparked and then i was the one to kind of be like wait what did you just play mm -hmm. we had to stop and then i had to like and then i played something that i thought i heard and he was like okay that sounds kind of cool but then he was like and then it kind of and then it like passed back to him and he was like well just change that 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 second to last note flatten that and then it'll sound a little bit funkier 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. I didn't think of that. So it's like you kind of like, it's just kind of passing the ball back and forth, you know, or passing like, or a weird way. I guess a weird way is like passing the clay and like, let me make a mold and then you, I'll, then I'll get back to you and then you make some other mold. Like you yeah. make an arm, I'll make another, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it was great. And I think, um, I think that's like the really cool thing about co writing is like it, it, you get a sense of, there's like more of a sense of community and a more sense of uh you, you just kind of yeah and, and just a form and it's a form of education too you really get to learn um from from someone else's experience and and someone else's skill set you know and apply it to your own so i think that's really great oh yeah for sure yeah uh so i want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this ep and what it means to you favorite lyric off of this ep yes. um you know, I just gotta. I mean, I should just think about those for a sec. Uh, oh, you know what it is? You know, what, actually, it, it's the. I love the the second the second verse in "What You Gonna Do." Um, it's really fun how it, and it's also the way I go into it. It's uh, I say, "Drink my blood, spat it out." Don't know what she's on about. And I think that was like a catchy little rhyme scheme, and it was kind yeah. of. It's like slightly gory and slightly like oh like it's a little bit like off-putting but it's kind of it's a little bit absurd um and that was kind of what i like about that so that probably that lyric that's probably my favorite lyric not sorry i, I was a little bit put on the spot for a second which i respect by the way so i appreciate that but um but uh no that's that's probably my favorite lyric for sure all right that. Good pick. it's a good pick that's yeah good. uh so where is your headspace at while you're writing the cp well, it was kind of in different places at different times because just based on the different sessions and everything, it was like kind of multiple sessions. Um, and uh, yeah, my head's I, mean, I, w- I was going through a bit of a breakup. So there was a bit of that. Um, Summer Clothes was about a breakup that was, was about that breakup in particular. And it was, and actually, Mike and I were both going through a breakup at the same time. Um, so we were both kind of. So I guess it's about two different women, <laughs> which <laughs> At the is same funny. time, <laughs> um, which is great. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think we were sort of, I, you know, I was definitely in a little bit of a dark place, kind of just a little sad and kind of trying to like, you know, get my confidence back. Um, and uh, I, I would say that was like the general state of mind I was in and I definitely needed those sessions you know i definitely needed to like just be in the studio be with some really kind and talented people um and uh yeah it was really nice and, and also working with matt too just as just to mention him again it was fantastic and um and how does it feel you know doing how does it feel was really cool um and uh yeah it was uh definitely definitely a very healing a healing process for sure making that ep for me so that's good that's good yeah absolutely so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this ep for the first time so they play it in the car with friends dark with headphones on so they blast at a party work out to it what do you personally recommend i'm very excited yeah i mean i've always thought that most of my music is great for a drive like if you want to just hop in the car and just blast it like just top to front off of your Spotify. I mean, all the, all the cars now, you know, so many cars have, um, you know, the Apple car playing stuff. Right. So you can kind of like get, you know, plug your phone in, put Spotify on, go to the EP, you know, 
type in Kenzo and Cregan, nowhere to hide or Apple. Yeah. It's on Apple music everywhere. I guess it's on uh title too. It's probably on something, you know, I've, I've heard people are listening to title, so I know it's whoever out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoever uses that. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. So I, I would recommend probably, yeah, a drive while you're driving. I think it's good. It's good driving music for sure. That's 100%. good. I'm sorry I have to put you on the spot again, uh, but this question is going to be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe the CP for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. In three words? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Funky. Okay. Emotional. Okay. Uplifting. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. yeah. All done. Yeah. Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this EP to invoke in your listeners? Let's see. Um, man, I feel like just like a just like just one type of like a certain feeling you said. Yeah, if any. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess for I guess for me, I just know that like my music, I, I definitely want it to inspire people, and I want it to um, like for me. I know that I when I play music and when I especially when I perform live and when I write, like I want to be as genuine as possible. And I always feel like I'm being my most genuine self when making art, like even, and I try to, I try to be that as a person and as a man in general, but it comes out the easiest when I'm on stage in the studio, like playing or writing. And so for me, like I would say I'd want people to, you know, listen to my music and, and that includes the EP this most recent one um, to just kind of have it be inspired to be their most genuine selves, because that's to me is important. And the world oh, yeah. lacks that. Love so, that. Yeah. Um, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating the CP? Um, oh yeah. I, uh, I, it's kind of just a fun one. I was in the studio with Mike cause Mike's a, Mike is friends with, Don, um, we actually got to record the rest of the song at Don's studio here in LA. And um, it was just me and him finishing up all the guitar tracks and vocal tracks and everything. And um, and Don has this really cool Fender Rhodes that he got. It's like, it's called, it's all sparkly and stuff too. I, I don't, I, it's, and I'm pretty sure it's a vintage one. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm only okay at piano and 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 keys and stuff but you know i i will you know i'll play synths and stuff on my records a lot of the time and i can come up with parts and things and luckily the chords to to summer clothes isn't super they're not super difficult you know there's a there's a minor there's minor sevens and things like but i was like i was like hey man like can i just go for it can i just like try to play the roads it's just it's so cool it's like the way it was placed in the live room and the way i don't know and it was and it sounded so good when I played it, like the, just the, the, you know, not cause I'm amazing at, at Rhodes, but, or at piano, but, uh, the, it's just a, it's just a great sounding instrument. Mm -hmm. And I just remember doing it and I was like, Oh, okay. Shit. Like it's actually kind of working. Like, I, you know, and it, and it made the recording and it made the, you know, the take made the AP and it's pretty present. You'll hear it come in. I think in, I want to say verse two, um, you'll hear some Fender Rhodes and I was really proud of myself for, um just kind of you know going for it and being brave enough to play 
an instrument that I'm just kind of okay at, you know? So, yeah, that's awesome. And um, it's yeah. sick that it made the EP too. Yeah. I was like, I was like, Mike, I was like, Mike, is that okay? Like, is that, is that, is that keepable? And he was like, yeah, she's on kind of cool. And so, I'm just kind of playing triads. I'm not really doing any crazy voicings. It, it was the first take that, that made it. It wasn't, I don't know if it was the first one, but it was like, it, it, it wasn't, it didn't take too many takes. It, it, I'm, I, the point was, I was trying, I was just saying that like one of the takes I did mm -hmm. actually, made, you know, it was yeah, like, yeah. It was like, I played it well enough where it worked, you know, cause I, I'm not, you know, I don't know, like so many, so many great piano players can add more interesting voicings chord wise. And I haven't really, don't have the dexterity yet to do a lot of that, but um, at least to play it kind of with like a good flow. And mm -hmm. so I just kind of kept it simple and it just ended up working and so call it luck call it skill, whatever the whatever <laughs> i don't know it was great i was very happy with it so that was a good memory i i I'm, i was uh stoked on that so oh yeah yeah Perfect. Uh, so for this question i want you to picture you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop you're going in what is your snack of choice oh man um well it's it all depends but i will say um because we go to all different types of gas stations. Um, shout out to Bucky's. Shout out to Love's. Wawa Sheets in go. Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I honestly like, yeah, we. I love the Wawa hoagies. Okay. Um, yes. So, but not all Wawas are at gas stations. That's the only thing. So I know sometimes they kind of they're standalone places. I think sometimes. Yeah. That's crazy. I've never seen that before. It's always like with a gas station. Most of them yeah, nowadays have a, gas stations, was... but there are a handful still. Like there's one right down the road for me that's just a a standalone, oh, no gas yeah. station. Right. So I I a Wawa hoagie is always great. Um, you know the. I don't really usually eat food at Bucky's, but we always go to Bucky's to kind of just hang out and get merch. That's usually what we do. Yeah. <laughs> we get the Bucky's merch. But yeah, food wise, a Wawa hoagie just takes the cake for sure. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, on the topic of food, if your project was a dish, what dish would it be and why? Oh, man. Um, I think it would probably be a three taco combo platter. Okay. It would be because, and I say that, uh, because the, the band, the, when I, you know, the, the live band my, or the, that I, that I have, when I take, take it on, on the road, mm -hmm. we're all a bit of a different cast of characters. Um, and, uh, I kind of like that about, uh, about us, you know, even though, cause obviously like, you know, it's pretty important to have some kind of, co you know, cohesive image you know whatever but i kind of like that we do have that but we also i also love having my guys be themselves and not like we're not all like wearing the same outfit we're not doing that kind of thing like i i want them to express their fashion sense and um or be as quirky as they want and and uh i mean my bass player wears like a bathrobe on stage it's like his signature and, and the keyboard player wears this cool like straw top hat and then I'll try to wear something that's just kind of cool. And, um, and the drummer is just kind of this cool, you know, uh, Bay area kid, like who just like kills it on drums. Um, and, uh, you, and, and it's a sort of like, so, um, 
I'm sorry, I kind of forgot the question. I kind of got lost <laughs> on that. Did what this your project would be? Oh yes. So my point is, like a taco combo plate, um, like but like with three different types of tacos, would be like al pastor, uh, birria, and chicken, you know, or whatever. That would, so it would be like three different types of tacos with the beans and the rice, because you have like these different flavors, but it all kind of gives you that same sense of satisfaction. So that's why I would. That's what that's what the project would be. That's good. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. We all we wrapped it all together. <laughs> I appreciate you being patient with my long-winded answers too. That's okay. So. It's a podcast, man. Sweet. Talk Susan. away. <laughs> okay. Word. Word. Uh, so for these last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from yeah. music, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Six. We're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? It would. It would be in between, like. Just being a, like a, again from Southern California, you know we love our Mexican food. So mm-hmm. it would be some kind of either like an al pastor burrito from like Leo's Tacos um, with the beans and rice, or like the three taco plate. That I'm mean, honestly the three taco combo plate would be so bomb with that with the traditional beans and rice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I just it would just be so good. Um, I probably just I'll just commit to that even though I was going to go a different direction too. But um, but yeah, I'll go with that. I'll just keep it, keep it consistent. Exactly. Got to stick with the brand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? You said fiction world? Yes. Fiction world, yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to be super nerdy and say um, a galaxy far, far away. Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, I think being a Jedi would be pretty epic and using the force and all that being force sensitive. That mm-hmm. would be like unreal. Be pretty sick. Yeah. Lightsabers, yeah. the whole thing, like just hopping on a spaceship and going to the next planet. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Make sure you choose like the right era though. Cause if you choose like a bad era, then it's like everybody's uh, like, out yeah. to get you. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Before, be before the Republic, before the, uh, not for, yeah. Before the empire. Yeah, yeah, we're when it's like Jedi's are everywhere and we're all hanging out, and you're all happy, and nobody's yeah. being hunted, you know, yeah, it's good. exactly. Just training, yeah. meditating, and using mm-hmm. the force, and just keeping peace throughout the galaxy, exactly. Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah, that's a great uh, question. Thank you for that, of course. Uh, yeah. So, I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Okay, what is your favorite color? My favorite color, I would say it's blue, specifically like more of the navy blue, you know, kind of darker blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's a good pick. Yeah. I just think there's something about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Love it. So as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, I would just say like my Instagram and my tiktok i'm still getting better at my tiktok stuff but um i have some funny videos up there there's um i have a couple videos called british and california kenzo because i am a dual citizen with uh, great britain Uh, my father's british so i um did these little skits of me being my british version and me being my california version 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we're kind of having it's there's different episodes of us kind of us bickering with each other <laughs> um, and so I've, i'm planning on making more of those it's just coming up with the ideas for them or, or uh i that, came up with three or four great ones and then i like had a bit of a a, a, a mind block you know a creative yeah. block with it but but yeah hit me up it's just kenzo kregan k-e-n-z-o c-r-e-g-a-n all one word on tiktok and instagram and um I mean, I, I think my content's pretty interesting. It's may not, I, you know, it's not as every day as it should be, but, um, but it's there. There's a lot of cool stuff you can check out and, um, and just hit me up. I like, you know, to send me up, say hello. And, um, I can send you music and let you know, like when shows are happening and be great just to hear from people. So. Oh yeah. 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 Well, thank you for sound. It's been Kenzo Cregan and we have been the good noise podcast. <laughs>